kill the coverage and then watch how quickly they forget the same issues people said that we cannot neglect. Bam. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Sexual Intellectual Podcast, and this is episode 45. Yeah, 45. And it's time. I ain't even going to play around today. We're going straight to it. Let's have an update about our favorite guy. Just kidding. 45 himself, Donald Trump. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get straight to it. Oh, but wait a minute. Before we do that, I should introduce myself. I am JD, a.k.a. He Who Pods. And today, we got a wild one. So let's get right into it. So, it's going to be a wild, raw, probably unedited pod because things are crazy, but I needed to get a pod out today. So let's get into it. So, here's an update on Mr. 45, Donald Trump. According to Reuters, on September 26, a New York judge found Donald Trump and his family business fraudulently inflated the value. A New York judge found Donald Trump and his family. Yeah. Donald Trump and his family business fraudulently inflated the value of his properties and other assets in a major defeat for the former U.S. president that could severely hamper his ability to do business in the state of New York. That's according to Reuters, not me. Now. What has happened since then? Uh, this week, he has to testify. He spoke about funny stuff that he did with valuations on the properties. He admits that he made up valuations and that he basically told the banks, you know, this is not even real. You should go evaluate it yourself. And that he got favorable bank loans or his organization got favorable bank loans. And part of that is weird, unethical, not necessarily legal stuff. And that's what they're trying to figure out now. The next part of that is his daughter has come and testified. She has testified and confirms the bad valuations on multiple properties. And she says her husband, Jared, think that's who her husband is. Excuse me, I'm not too familiar with the family dynamics here. So if I misspeak, I apologize. But I believe the husband's name is Jared. And she basically said the bank connections were his. He handled all the stuff. And that's how we got the favorable loans. It's wild out here in the streets. That is the update. I have no opinion. I'm very curious to see what happens next. But I will tell you what I have an opinion on. I put up a clip from a couple pod episodes ago, from two pod episodes ago, a podcast, episode 43, called It's Time. I put up a clip, and in that clip, I mentioned Donald Trump still running for president, even though he's got all these things going on. I didn't say he was guilty of anything. I said they were allegations. I quoted an article, and I posted the clip recently. On Instagram, people were wilding out. People had a lot to say. They thought I was a strict Democrat, a leftist, and a person who was anti-Trump, which is really interesting because I think, especially all of the stuff I just told you about the trial, I think Donald Trump is a diabolical genius. 
I think he understands media manipulation. I think he understands that business has all of these great areas and he's been able to excel at the two of those things. And that's before we get into politics. I think you got to give props where props are due and you have to also call out people who are doing bad things. Quote unquote bad things sometimes, but it remains to be seen. That being said, I put up this clip and some of his followers who are on Instagram did not like what I said, even though I didn't really say much. I just said things that were happening. I was simply speaking about current events. I didn't give an opinion and they went wild. One of the things that came up multiple times in the comments was they said I was railroaded. And folks, that gives us our term of the week. Term of the week is railroaded. Here are two definitions of the term railroaded. It is to force or, excuse me, to force something to happen or force someone to do something, especially quickly or unfairly. Number two, second definition, is to press someone into doing something by rushing or coercing them. That is our term of the week, brought to you by Donald Trump's Instagram followers, who said that I was railroaded by the media and the Democrats. <laughs> Yo, that's what they said. As I said, ah, we're going to bring term of the week sponsored by Donald Trump's followers. <laughs> and so there you have it, term of the week railroaded. All right, let's move on to some quickies. All right. So, boom, what we got? This is just a headline I'm going to read and quickly talk about, you know how we do quickies are quick, 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 quick topics. And so the EPA, what is the EPA? The U.S. Environmental Protection Agency. Uh, this I'm quoting from now on because the people want to say I made up articles and opinion pieces. Uh, this is from The Guardian and The Guardian has an article here. It says... U.S. Environmental Protection Agency, a.k.a. the EPA, to push the ban of toxic chemicals found in U.S. drinking water. And so, y'all know we spoke about extremely uh, toxic chemicals, the quote-unquote forever chemicals. There's all of these different things that are in the drinking water. We spoke about it here before. And it says, basically, there is something called TCE. They're extremely toxic chemicals. And... It says they are commonly used in stain removers, adhesives, and degreasers, and they have been found to be contaminating water on a wide scale across the United States. And so lots of stuff is going on. There's lots of stuff about carcinogens and toxins that can do different things to us as we drink this polluted water. This is not part of the 3M chemicals thing. This is just about chemicals in the water that they're trying to now get rid of there's been a lot of changes over time you might want to look into it at one point it was okay and then they said it wasn't okay now it's not okay again reverse that first it was not okay then it was okay now it's okay again i don't know but there's a lot of things going on and it says that uh the chemicals are calling causing all of these different issues it says among other health issues the chemical is thought to it's speaking about one chemical specifically uh tce or yeah, I could figure out how to spell it. I'll, I'll put it on the screen or whatever. Just look up TCE chemical. It'll pop up. It says, among other health issues, the chemical is thought to be a carcinogen and a liver toxin, harm male reproduction, 
cause neurological damage, damage kidneys, and cause Parkinson's disease. And so that's what's in your in our water, widely. And uh, the EPA is working to take it out. It also says in the article that this is a push coming is this is proposed by the Biden administration. That's actually the opening line in the article. It says the Biden the Biden administration is proposing a ban on TCE, a highly toxic chemical commonly used in, and I already told the other things it was used in. Bam, quickie number one. Let's move on, okay? Now, a while ago, we spoke about Elon Musk's company, Neuralink. And man, Neuralink has been approved. I told you that a while ago. But now, a new thing is happening. Okay, and this comes from Bloomberg. Bloomberg reported that thousands of people have expressed interest in participating in the FDA trial for Neuralink. Thousands of people are interested, it says, in becoming Neuralink patients. Elon Musk startup received FDA approval earlier this year. I told y'all that. The brain chip startup hopes to implant a device that acts as a quote-unquote Fitbit in your skull. This is from Bloomberg Insider also posted about it. And now people are trying very hard to be the first person or the first group of people in this uh, clinical trial. It says here, thousands of people have expressed interest in receiving one of Neuralink's brain implants. A recent Bloomberg report from one of Elon Musk's biographers, Ashley Vance, says, Vance, who said he, oh, no, it's right. Ashley uh, Vance, who said he visited Neuralink's facilities 10 times in three years, said the company had yet to implant its device in a human, but aimed to operate on 11 people next year and more than 22,000 by 2030. And yeah, that's it. That's the quick version. Lots of people are trying to get in here. And the headlines are that thousands of people are lined up to get this implant. Wow. Wow. Gangster stuff. Let's move on to our next quickie. A lot of quickies today. Trying to keep y'all abreast. You know what I'm saying? Now, let's move on to Apple. One of my favorite companies. Ha, ha, ha. This is from CNBC. CNBC says, the headline reads, Apple will pay $25 million in DOJ discrimination settlement. Apple will pay... $25 million in back pay and civil penalties to settle a matter about the company's hiring practices under the Immigration and Nationality Act, the Department of Justice said. Apple was accused of not advertising positions on its external website and erecting hurdles such as requiring mailed paper applications. Apple contests the accusation, according to the settlement agreement, and says that it believes it was following the DOJ Department of Labor, excuse me, it was following Department of Labor regulations. Those are the key points. I like that they got key points up there in case you don't want to read the whole thing. But Department of Justice ain't plan. They say they have to pay back $25 million, and Apple has agreed to pay $6.75. Okay, yeah. Apple has agreed to pay $6.75 million in civil penalties and establish an $18.25 million fund, million dollar fund for back pay to eligible discrimination victims, the, D- the DOJ said in a release. 
Bam! Apple's in trouble. Stop playing, Apple. Of course, Apple CEO Tim Cook said something. I ain't reading it. Y'all could go look it up. Let's keep it moving. I got more for y'all. Apple ain't the only one in trouble, folks. Now we go to CNN Business. And for CNN Business, the headline reads here, Google reaches $93 million settlement. Can't talk. Google reaches $93 million settlement in tracking location case. Tracking location case. Oh, man. Yeah, I know I'm passionate about this one if you know me. And we probably do a deep dive on this another day. But for now, let's just read the opening statement. Google has reached a $93 million statement with the state of California to resolve allegations that it was collecting consumers' data without their consent. Shame on you for that, Google. But I'll hold my thoughts for another pod. <laughs> the California Department of Justice found that after a multi-year investigation, the tech giant was, quote-unquote, deceiving users by collecting, storing, and using their location data for consumer profiling and advertising purposes without informed consent. Shame, shame, shame. Everybody knows your name. All right? And for those who feel like the phones are listening and tracking, they are. And there's some more proof. That is our next quickie. Let's head to our last quickie. Last one. I'm trying to do this quick for y'all today. You know what I'm saying? Real quick. Now we go to the New York Post. I'm all over the place. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I think I just I just watched CNN all day according to Trump's uh, Instagram followers. <laughs> That's what they said. They said the Democrats and CNN got me bamboozled, y'all. Anyway, news. This is, like I said, the New York Post. The headline reads, China grows first ever fluorescent green chimera monkey using stem cells. I told y'all a lot is going on with stem cells. And now, here we go. Okay? Article says, scientists in China have recorded the first ever live birth, live birth, of a chimera monkey using stem cells with the baby simian sporting blue eyes and fingertips, according to a new study. Researchers from the Chinese Academy of Sciences published their findings in Cell Thursday this week, noting that the monkey was created from two genetically distinct embryos of Sinomologus, Molugus, Molugus monkeys, also known as crab-eating Mac, Masaks, Masaks. Yo, man, they made monkeys out of stem cells. That's it. There you go. The researchers had laced the test subjects with a fluorescent green protein to highlight which tissues had grown specifically from the stem cells gathered from seven-day-old embryos. The result was the baby monkey's fluorescent green eyes and fingertips. The scientists touted it as the world's first live birth of a primate chimera using stem cells. The monkey unfortunately lived for only 10 days before being euthanized. Ooh, euthanized. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm an asshole. 
I, I like birds that that are not the norm when they stand out like that, especially when they're at the end of a sentence. And uh, come on, man, with these ads, Google, chill out, baby. Uh, it means put to death humanely. Second term of the day for those who don't know. Uh, yeah, I figured it meant killed, but they said it nicely. I guess that's what happens when it's an animal. They use the term euthanized. All right, that's our last quickie. Our quickie segment is now over. All right. Now, let's talk about something I think is really interesting. Okay. Uh, now we go to Insider, businessinsider.com. And uh, good Lord, that's a big ass ad. Okay. The headline reads China boldly claims. It has a plan to produce, I'm sorry, scratch that, to mass produce, dramatic pause, humanoid robots that can, quote, reshape the world within two years. China wants to mass produce advanced level, quote, unquote, Humanoid Robots by 2025. The Ministry of Industry and Information Technology published a roadmap of its plans last week. Though many details have yet to be disclosed, China talked up the quote-unquote disruptive power of its robots. Ladies and gentlemen, um, did China not see iRobot? I know, I know Will Smith is doing a lot of things right now, you know, but did, did they forget? Did they not see it? They didn't see iRobot? They didn't, they didn't see what happened? No? It's getting real interesting out here, folks, between stem cells and the creations of, I'm sorry, between stem cells, cell manipulation, cloning, and this whole robot thing that's going on. And then you add in a boop, a drop of AI. It's getting real wild out here. I hope y'all are paying attention. I hope you have your eyes on things. I hope you are looking around, being aware, and really paying attention. There's a lot of shit going on. Okay? I don't know how legit this is. I don't know the full plan, but it does say more about their program, what they're trying to do. Y'all should look this up. It's really interesting stuff. And they're not the only ones trying to make quote unquote humanoid robots. And uh, it's getting real interesting out here. So, you know, if you never saw The Matrix or iRobot, you know, you might want to go check out those movies, you know, because uh, skin's spooky out here in, you know, in the words of Fab. Speaking of spooky, let's go into our, uh, let's go into our next topic here. So, uh... Just pulling up some lyrics here. I know y'all see me on the laptop looking something up. 
And uh, yeah, is this going to play? I don't want it to play because YouTube's not going to let it play anyway. All right. Um, anytime I hear the word spooky because of pop culture and because I'm into hip hop heavily, because I'm heavily into hip hop, I think of uh, that fabulous lyric where he says, uh, skin spooky out here. I also think of Spooky Hours, which Drake is uh, Drake has said multiple times. And I would like to speak a little bit about sexuality for our sex talk segment, obviously. Um, I would like to speak a little bit about sexuality. I would like to speak a little bit about um, a trend that I see that has a lot to do with sexuality and more so on a deeper level, I believe has a lot to do with pitting women against women. And so Drake has a song called BBL Love. It's an interlude on his latest album. And, uh, you know, I was trying to see, is there a specific lyric, but really there isn't, uh, let me see. I'm just trying to look at the verses. Uh, you know, it's a tricky situation. Um, he kind of plays around in the in the first verse. The third line is, they say love's like a BBL. You won't know if it's real until you feel one. Clearly, he's saying he's a fan of BBLs. I mean, the title is BBL Love. Uh, you know, in the second verse, he says uh, another play on asses he says sometimes i think to myself what if i was somebody else would your ass still be here and then he says again later in the verse would your ass still be here would your ass still be here and so he is being clever playing with the words he also says later on speaking about uh he says your man brought you to the drake show front row and paid all cash, dressed up to the nines, girl showing all titties, showing all ass. And so clearly this is what, you know, it's about uh, showing love to the BBLs. And to be clear, because on my other, on Let's Have a Real Conversation podcast, I have been known to be a little harsh when it comes to Drake. I didn't say... I'm not pulling up this lyric to be harsh towards Drake. I want to just kind of use that as evidence to prove a point. Let me see if I can find something else here.
just trying to see if I could pull up this quote. I was listening to a podcast and there was a lot being discussed about BBLs. And uh, I wanted to see if I could pull up the clip. I didn't get to do it in pre-pod. I apologize. Uh, no, I can't find it and I don't want to waste too much time. All right. Um, let me see. Is this it? Uh. Nah, this ain't it. Sorry. They fooled me with the headline. They fooled me with the uh title of the of the clip. Uh if I don't edit that out, please excuse me. All right, so what I see and I think that uh, let me be clear because I quoted Drake lyrics. I don't think there's anything wrong with expressing your love for anything. I don't think there's anything wrong with expressing what you feel about anything. I do think there's an issue when it becomes pitting people against each other. It's no different than Republican versus Democrat uh, black versus white, rich versus poor, because it's all divisive. And so I see a rising trend of people speaking down about natural bodies. And I know it seems like, I know it may seem like, Jay, this is old news, but it kind of was really surface level before where you would see a woman with a BBL and comments would be made, whatever, that's fine. But I am hearing more artists, more podcasters, more people in real life speak down about natural bodies and praise the BBL. Um, it's interesting to me that this is happening but it's sad to me that this is happening. One, because keeping it real, I love natural bodies. I do. And I don't think that there's anything wrong, like Drake saying he loves BBLs in his title or showing BBLs love. I don't think there's anything wrong with me saying I like natural bodies. Or I remember Kendrick speaking about natural bodies on a song and people giving him a big reaction some years ago. I think the issue is when you pit people against each other. 
the things that I'm hearing, the things that I'm seeing, not the Drake song, in other songs from other artists in interviews, from artists on podcasts, etc., and even some people I know. Uh, a friend of mine and I had a conversation about BBLs a couple months ago, and they were shocked I never was with a BBL, a person who had a BBL before. And that part was cool, but it got a little weird after that. They were asking me, you know, they, they were bragging about being with people who had BBLs and putting down the natural bodied sisters. I think this is really fucked up and I don't think this should ever be happening. I think that we should, as always, express our love and affection for what we like but I think today it's okay to do that. Excuse me. I think today the problem is people think to do that, you have to put down another group of people. Your preferences are your preferences. There's no problem with whatever your preference is. Tall, short, thick, Spanish, white, black, whatever. You know, people, long hair, short hair. There's all type of preferences in all of the categories when it comes to visual uh, or physical attraction. That is okay, and I'm not knocking that. But when you come to a point where it's like to praise one thing, you have to push down or slight another group of people, it's never good. And I know technically this is not sex, but this is something that's going on with the sexes. And... Honestly, it does lead to a sexual topic because physical attraction is something that a lot of people lead with. You see a person first. You may get to know their personality and love their personality way more than the things you see physically. But a lot of that starts with physical, what you see, and later, what you feel. And Whatever your preferences are, that's fine. Whatever you want to do in the bedroom, that's fine. But I don't think we should be putting down other groups of people, especially when you come to realize that people are risking their lives to get a BBL. And I don't think some people realize that as we put down the natural bodies, you are kind of encouraging people to risk their lives and get surgeries for these BBLs. And I'm not a fan of them, if we're being honest. I don't think we should be risking our lives for physical appeal. What you do with your body is your choice. Your body, your choice, I'm all about that. But I think we are developing a divisive mindset and I don't think that should be happening. I think that's wrong. I think that's not okay. I think we should embrace everyone and all preferences. And I think this is a bad thing. I don't like it. I'm seeing it a lot. You could put in the comments how you feel about it. You could put in the comments if you're seeing it a lot or not. I'm seeing it more and more. And it's a concern for me. Uh, because also that means intimately you're affecting the people without the BBLs. If we are publicly praising the women with the BBLs while putting down the people without BBLs, you can very easily create insecurities both in and out the bedroom. So I thought that was a topic that I should bring here, especially because the song 
came out recently, uh, a month or two ago. And uh, I think it's really sad, you know. I, I Perhaps this is near and dear to me because I am a fan of The Natural Body. I don't know. Again, y'all can comment and let me know your thoughts. Uh, but I think this is a this is bad business. I mean, clearly it's good business if we're talking fiscal and financial for the people giving out BBLs or doing the surgeries. But, you know, ladies, at what cost? You feel me? Uh, fellas, is it really that serious? Do you really, does, does it really need to be to the point where you're putting down people with natural bodies, turning away people with natural bodies? Is that where we at today? Is it really that serious? I truly hope not. And it makes me nervous because now to be a little silly, so y'all gonna be smashing them humanoid robots soon? Because if you could just custom make two big basketball size shapes back there, that's what y'all gonna do next? BBLs today, humanoids tomorrow? I'm being silly. I don't like to end on a serious note. But I did think that was worth bringing to the pod. And uh, hopefully, you know, y'all can let me know your thoughts. I look forward to hearing them. I'm JD. This is the Sexual Intellectual Podcast. I see you next week.